podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Episode sixteen, uh, second one in a month. See this this numbers thing is this it's, it's getting good. I like the numbers on here now because it's sneaking up. It took us like four years to go from uh, three, <laughs> three to six. Yeah, it took us like four years to go from WhatsApp group to actual podcast. Yeah. I've been talking about it for so long. It's uh, a bit of like a footballer stuck at ninety nine goals for like months and yeah, months. <laughs> well, so welcome back. Thanks again for um, for downloading. I'm Alex uh, from Bristol. Uh, we're joined by Cal. Hello. And T. Hello. So just the three of us this week. It was a bit, uh, we've all had a lot of stuff going on these last couple of weeks and busy people, so it's been a bit uh, slapdash to get together. But we're here. That's the most important thing. How's your week been? Busy? Yeah, no, it's been fine. Just standard week, you know. It's been a great time for boxing. Like, uh, 2017 has been such a great year. It's, it's shaping up to be one of the best years in recent memory. Yeah. So, yeah it's, uh, yeah, it's been a good week. I'm. Uh, I've got a slight announcement to make. <laughs> yep. I'm. Um, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call it a day. I think. From. No. From no. Retire. No. No. Come on. You've got one more. No. I. I. I've done my ribs again. I've got. I've got. Nearly stopped to the body <clears throat> by a nineteen-year-old. Mm. It's. Um. It's time. It's time to hang them up. So. Uh, yeah. It's just difficult times. But I just. You... I had to tell work that I'd fallen down the stairs. Because <laughs> I just. I have the, the shame. <laughs> Couldn't couldn't do it, and it was nearly stopped. I had to, I kept going because I was like, "There's no way I can be stopped to the body." No, but I yeah, just just yeah. I crawled through. I was like I was like Hopkins in like just just in the last thirty seconds of, of that one. Yeah. He could, if he wanted to push me out of the ring, he could have done with his yeah, with yeah. his nose. <laughs> Did you check his? Yeah. yeah. Did you check his wraps for plastic? <clears throat> Uh, no, because he was blatantly probably wearing it. Probably, but yes, anyway, he was very good. Him. Good luck to him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so let's get uh, let's go straight into it. So I think the biggest news we've got a few things that we've got to cover. Like you say, it's been a it's been a really strong start to the year. Yeah. Um, but Gennady Golovkin against Danny Jacobs was a fight. I think that most people thought was going to be relatively straightforward. Yep. Um, turned out not not to be the case. So I mean. Cow, yeah. starts off. Yeah, no, everybody everybody picked Golovkin by stoppage. I picked him sixth round. Most people picked that sort of round. Everyone thought like middle round kind of stoppage kind of thing. No one was picking Jacobs. Doing the doing the spreadsheet for the fantasy league was fucking easy. As it, <laughs> as it was for Hay Bailey, all I had to do was just go zero zero zero. That was wicked. <laughs> so <laughs> that was really helpful. Same. But um but um yeah, it was I was really impressed with Danny Jacobs. I just, I just, I thought he won the fight. Yeah, I think I'll start off with that. I think he won the fight. I, I, I thought he won. I thought he won by a couple of rounds. To be honest. Um, Golovkin, what were you, sorry, what were you impressed with in particular? Because everyone's kind of saying, you know, Danny Jacobs did, did well. How how brilliantly he did. But I haven't seen specifics much. You know, you you know, you're someone that okay, studies so the game. You know? So it's like for me, I was watching it and I was really impressed with his ring generalship and his control of range. And he dictated the pace of the fight. And I think when you're scoring, obviously the the primary criteria for scoring of fights is punches landed, and so it should be. But secondary secondary uh, categories of scoring of fights is ring generalship and control of range and control of pace. And so that was what I was really impressed with with Jacobs. And I just thought that he was just doing the smarter things, doing the smarter work. Yeah. Golovkin was probably, you know, he was out jabbing him in places and landed at the more noticeably telling shots. But Jacobs landed some great shots, and mm. there's no doubt that he buzzed Golovkin a few times. There's, I don't think there's any doubt that he definitely buzzed him. He, yeah, he didn't get knocked down, but he was at least buzzed a few times by Jacobs. I was just really impressed by Jacobs. <clears throat> See, what did, did you uh, did you think it was more Jacobs being excellent or Golovkin being poor or a bit of both? I think. Golovkin struggled with um, Jacob's size a bit. Um, it's wicked. In the immediate aftermath, I thought Jacob should have won. Um, I think it was the fact it was a unanimous decision that bothered me. 
and that it, that it was three was it three rounds that he'd run one fifteen one twelve on two on two cards twice and one fourteen one thirty yeah I thought that was a, I thought three rounds was a, was a bit wide yeah. but um it could have could have gone either, either way I think Jacobs was in his comfort zone he's even taken the piss a couple of times during the fights and he just looked like well you can't hurt him and we've never really seen that from Golovkin before um there's been a lot of um, talk after the fight saying it is Golovkin's shot I mean is this a blueprint to beat him but there's not many fighters out there in that weight division with Jacob's skill set and size to do it, so I don't see him losing for for now. I felt Jacobs um, <coughs> followed a game plan brilliantly. He did, yeah. Execution was was great, as you say. Calvin ring generalship was was brilliant. His feet were better than I've seen from him before. And but what really struck me was the pace, was how he controlled the pace. And, and probably there was only one time in the fight where he kind of lost his rag a little bit um, and it got a bit scraggly f- for a little bit and, and became um, messy. But he he picked up the, the pace when he needed to uh, and, and and knew when to step off as well. And, and Golovkin, who I think is so used to being able to position himself into areas that you're not expecting him to, to be in, and that's what gives him control. And I think that's what Jacob stopped. Other than not every time and not through through every minute of every round, of mm. course. But on the whole, that's what he managed to stop. So mm. I, I didn't think that it was a case of Golovkin being overly poor, no. uh, poor in, in inverted commas, you know, for the level that we were talking at for, for that <coughs> fight. Um, but I think Jacobs found a way to, to nullify what Golovkin's best aspects have been in his last few fights. Um, so off the back of that, now I mean. We see with decisions when it's something that goes slightly against the general grain. I mean, I'm talking social media yeah. side of things, right? Really, yeah. I suppose that it's called a robbery. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was a robbery. I, I thought I was surprised. Yeah. Um, but I, it was, it was close, and I, and I could see there was particularly the first three, four rounds. You know, there could have been close. some, some, some discrepancy. So, I mean, what did you think? Do you? Annoyed, I, outraged. In, in the immediate aftermath of the fight, I watched it. Yeah, you know, I didn't <clears> watch it. Uh, I watched it as live, so I watched the recording, um, and I didn't know the result. Um, I watched it, and when when they said one fifteen, one twelve, one, I thought Jacobs is one. I thought one fifteen, one twelve. That's eight rounds to four minus the knockdown. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's Jacobs, and I could have lived with eight rounds to four for Jacobs. And I, I see. Did. I agree. Yeah. And and so. When they when they went panned and went Golovkin, I, I shouted at the TV. That's a fucking disgrace. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was a fucking disgrace. Probably if I watched it again, maybe I think okay, it's a little bit closer. But my initial reaction, that's all I can go of. I'm not going to watch it again. So I can't be bothered. It was. I thought it was a fucking disgrace. Look at his, his face, his, his body language didn't look like he believed he'd won. No, no. And Jacobs at the end was like oh. he's collapsed. He's thinking I've fucking done it. You know what I mean? He's thinking I've done it. I think where Jacobs fell down is his corner kept saying to him. I need you to jab upstairs, jabs downstairs. Kept saying it every end of every round. Give him that go upstairs, go downstairs. That was the only thing that Jacobs did wrong was he didn't use the jab enough and he had the range advantage. Mm. He did not use a jab and jab to the body enough and slow Golovkin down even more. That was where I can see where I can see Jacobs fell short. Vegas judges are very famous for scoring aggression. It's kind of a myth. New York judges Absolutely, they yeah. score aggression more than Vegas judges do, and that's what they did in this fight. They scored Golovkin's aggression, the punches thrown, not so maybe not so much the punches landed. Mm. I think he looked Golovkin. Um, I mean, looked not embarrassed afterwards, but he looked there was a meekness to his yeah. um, to his crowning, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, T. I mean, initial thoughts at, at the time. Um. Uh, he, he didn't look like he thought he'd won, but then um, I think it took it took Jacobs three four rounds to start fighting. Mm. And if you give those three for the first three rounds to Golovkin and the knockdown, I guess objectively you got to think well maybe Jacobs didn't really win. Yeah. yeah. But my but then it's a bit like when someone fights at the last thirty seconds of each round. Do you remember the last thirty seconds? Do you remember? I remember the second half more than the first half. Yeah. The first half was fairly nondescript apart from the knockdown, and. Um, I think I think Golovkin probably. I don't know. It felt like um, it, it felt to me like he probably thought he'd won before. If he get went the other way, he wouldn't have complained too much. Right. And um, oh, 
Would you want to see it again? No, no, no. no. absolutely not. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a great. I, I think in, ter- in you know, I tweeted the other day about a rematch. I think in pure sporting terms, Jacobs probably deserves a rematch because he pushed him really close. It was a really close fight. In sporting terms, he probably does deserve a rematch. But in terms of entertainment, do people really want to see it again? Is there a, a mainstream desire to see it again? Probably not. Other than the belts and obviously the glory, you know, has Jacobs really lost? I mean, you look no. at what he's come, what he'll come out with now in terms of reputation. You know, everyone talking beforehand it was going to be relatively easy work, too chinny, <laughs> you know, all the rest of it, and, and he's come out, you know, with, with you know, the the hero, you know, really out of out of it all. Yeah. Um, so has you know what I mean? What do you see next for for let's let's go with Jacobs because Golovkin. The, the old, the, it's the usual peddling of, of, of Canelo and all the, and all the other bullshit. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what Jacobs because does does he look for the Canelo fight? Does does he go up the super middle? I don't think he does. I think he he, he he's gonna try and maximize the advantages he has at middleweight. So making weight and then and then blowing up massively. He's going to try and do that as much as he possibly can. He's going to do that. So I don't know. The Quillen rematch really. There's not anything great out there middleweight for him it's a poor division but that's the, what I mean so maybe maybe I, I think he could go up I don't mean I'm not saying in terms of success I mean in terms of him looking at at opportunities perhaps um, the Gale perhaps because yeah. he's with Al Heyman you know would, would you put it past a Eubank <sighs> do you know what yeah, I mean yeah it's... Eubank would have to travel he's not a draw so he'd no. have to travel I, do you know, I'd actually think about it Eubank, Eubank Jr. and, and Jacobs would, would be I think that'd be quite fun. Yeah, I'm not be... sure about the quality at the yeah. end of it, but I think it'd be quite well, fun. I think I'd rather see Eubank Jr. Lemieux. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, speaking of, we, you mentioned about, um, talking of weights and, 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 and Jacobs, he obviously missed the IBF check weight. Yeah. A factor? In what in what happened on the night, perhaps, or not? I think it was, over, yeah, because he, he got, he put on a, he was big, wasn't he? he what, was probably, what do you think he was at? What do you think he walked in at? 175. 175. Yeah. But Golovkin was 170. So I'm not going to... I don't want to hear people bitch and moan about it. I don't want to hear it. Because if, it, if they weren't fighting for the IBF, no one would be talking about it. If the IBF didn't have that, <clears throat> then no one would be talking about it. I don't want to hear it. But I think it's a great thing that the IBF are doing. I think it's absolutely right that they do it. But I don't want to hear people piss and moan about it. Because Golovkin was a light heavyweight in there too. So. Oh, well, fair enough. And then finally then to, to, to end on those guys... Let's, but I know we said we wouldn't talk about Golovkin and, and, and what's next, but is it is it Canelo or, or nothing now, really? It's Saunders. It's Billy Jones. Or Saunders, yeah. He, he, he wants the other belt. Um, Jacobs was never even a better holder, isn't he? It's regular. Yeah, regular. Title. When I say, so when I I say, he wants to clean out the division. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. When I say when I say Canelo or nothing, I'm, I'm talking in terms of everyone who always says that Canelo, you know, that Golovkin needs a, a, a defining yeah. fight per se. Yeah. You know, does does that does Canelo's team look at that and go, mm, actually, maybe 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 I can't. I, I don't have to wait till next summer. Canelo's. <laughs> Yeah, he's waiting. He's going to wait until Cinco de Mayo next year. Okay. He, he's looking at the he's looking at the um, steady decline of yeah. Golovkin. I think it's there. And if you don't mind, I've got some stats. Okay. I don't normally. What do about s- Golovkin Canelo? About Golovkin. Oh, okay. as a fire. There was a lot of talk about the CompuBox stats after the fight. Yeah. And CompuBox is interesting. It's people sat around ring pushing buttons, and so it's 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 not gospel. You can't. You can't, it's not gospel, but it's a good gauge of what happened in the fight. So, you tweeted, T, that perhaps this was his Mugabe moment, that this yeah. was perhaps Golovkin's Mugabe moment. And I can see that. And the th- so, what I did today, I was on the computer and I looked at, <coughs> I looked at Golovkin's punch output for a few fights. First fight I looked at was Martin Murray, where he threw in 11 rounds, he threw 815 punches in 11 rounds. Right. That averages 74 punches a round, mm-hmm. right? Kell Brook fight, his last fight out, five rounds, he averaged 60 punches a round. So a steady decline there. Jacobs, he averaged 51 punches a round. Fighters, when they get old, two things. Punch resistance goes, then the ability to pull their trigger goes. Perhaps he, but Golovkin is slowly starting to lose the ability to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we could be seeing, and that's what Canelo's looking at. It's really interesting you say that because the first thing I said to you after after, after the fight in the group was, he looked his age tonight. Mm. Someone would say to me, "Oh, he's thirty-six. He's 35, 35. I think. So someone would have said, "You know, when we were all talking about the Brook fight before before that happened, and age didn't really come. I don't remember talking no. about age or no. anything like that in, no. at that point. But afterwards, when when people deemed the fact that he struggled in little bits of it and all the rest of it." 
Um, and, and and the other night, like I said, I, the first thing I said to you was, is, is age becoming a factor? Obviously, I'm I, I'm not as, as as well versed as you are in those side of things, but you back in that almost backed it up a little bit. Yeah, because I just kind of, you know, the the first you know, I, I, the first kind of fight I remember seeing losing that ability to pull the trigger was Shane Mosley, mm-hmm. and it happened in between the second and third round against Floyd Mayweather. You see him against Antonio Margarito and he's just punch, 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 punch. He absolutely destroys Margarito. Then you see him against Mayweather in the third round. He can't pull the trigger. And that's what happens to fighters as they get older. They can't pull the trigger because they're worried about what's coming back at them. That little thing at the back of the head is telling them something's coming back, something's coming back. And I think that could be happening to Golovkin. He, he's still a quality fighter. And he's still... I You know, if, if he fights Canelo tomorrow, I'd probably pick Golovkin. But I think... The, I think he is on a steady decline. So I think that's what um, Canelo's waiting for. I mean, when you mentioned the Mugabe moment, that's like when um, Hagler fought Mugabe, and after that fight, Sugar Lennon said, you know what, I can fight him now because he's slipping. And I think that maybe the fight is easier to happen now. After the last two performances, I mean, he smashed, he smashed Kill, but no mistake about that. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I mean, he didn't respect Kelbrook, and he no. thought he didn't respect him. Yeah. But that's two performances in a row where he's not been... The invincible machine that it was before then. Yeah. So maybe Canelo thinks, well, maybe I'll fight him now. But because you know, yeah, like you say, he looked past Kelbrook. He looked past Danny Jacobs. Danny Jacobs is probably the second best middleweight in the world, isn't he? Yeah. Because mm. Canelo, what is he? He's, yeah, fucking, exactly, he's yeah. whatever he wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. He's Canelo weight. So you could, you know, if he's looking past Brook, fine. But then he looks past Jacobs. I don't see that. I don't think that's true. Okay. Fair enough. Well, coming from one person who nearly lost uh, Izzo. To someone who did. Oh, yes. uh, so, Roman Gonzalez lost uh, his 47th fight uh, against. Oh, I don't pronounce his Rungbazai. name. Strisskat Rungbazai. Very good, very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, he lost his WBC belt. Yep. Um, I mean, first of all, it was fantastic to watch. It, it was, was great utterly fight. fantastic. I was gutted. Gonzalez is, is my favourite fighter by yeah. quite some distance yeah. now. And. I was was genuinely gutted, but sat just in awe of, of of that fight. It was just, it was brilliant. And we've talked about how you know the guys at the lower weights don't get the um, don't get the recognition, um, but more often than not, these these fights tend to happen at these at those at those weights. I think the issue of um, Roman Gonzalez is similar to Hagler, his name again, is that his pride <coughs> was missed by the big cameras, the big screens. Mm-hmm. Gonzalez's prime was probably a little earlier. Then when you you know became um, a crossover hit so to speak, yeah. and and I guess the same with Hagler in the in the mid mid to late seventies is better than he was in the eighties in his fight in um, Sibson and Hampshire yeah. and that. And I think maybe, I mean, at that at that weight as well, that many fights does does take its toll more so than it does in the heavier fighters. I'd say. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I also think that, um, in in terms of that fight, I think we could watch that fight. We could have that fight another ten times, and I yeah. think there'd be a different result nine. Uh, yeah. uh, Every other one, you know, it it was, it it was it was really great. I think he he looked he, he didn't look quite himself in terms of was quite slow to get going. Mm. Um, obviously, he had the cut, which which didn't help. But um, he, or he, two he, cuts, the two cuts, yeah. And it, but it, and it did look maybe this weight perhaps is 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 draining on him slightly. I mean, I think that was thoughts? apparent in the Quadras fight, wasn't it? That you know. At times, Quadros was bashing him up a bit, like he was kind of box out boxing him at times, and you know, really, you you look at Chocolatito and you pick him against absolutely anyone at any weight, you know, you know weights that he's comfortable at. Um, but yeah, I I wasn't I wasn't gutted because I really like him as a quality fighter, but I could, it was coming, it was coming after the last fight. This was coming, and and you know. I kind of thought he might lose this fight. I just thought the weight might. I didn't think it was coming against against Rumba I honest. thought it would probably, if it wasn't that, it was going to be in the rematch, in the Quadras rematch, because that was coming. And I, I thought he would. It, it, the loss was coming. The fucking curse is real, man. The curse is real. Like the Ricardo Lopez curse is real, man. Gonti. But then um, his trainer died. His trainer died. His trainer did die. So you know that's another factor as well. But I mean, obviously he's. One of the best fighters in the world, probably maybe top or second pound for pound. And when you're hitting people with blows and they're not going, they're not moving, mm. that's got to have an effect on him. Because he was hitting, he was hitting other guys some serious leather, and he wasn't going anywhere. No. At the lower weight, these people just wilted and went away. So, 
And his style of fighting lends it, does it lend itself to moving up the weight? Someone like Mayweather reinvented himself when his hands went to shit. Yeah. And went to a higher weight. It wasn't like when he was a lightweight, he was a gunslinger. Mm. And Gonzalez can't, doesn't seem to be able to adjust and kind of like outbox someone and win a fight because, mm. well, his arms are too short for one. And that, yeah. he can only fight one way. And that's what factored into that defeat. Well, off the back of that, then, I don't know what the a rematch clause I'm assuming. I would have been would have been put into a fight. The like WBC that. tweets. I mean, do you want to see a rematch? That means they're they're inclined to order a rematch. Okay. So, yeah, and again, I, I can't wait because I think okay. we we could and no anything different. I'd love to. I'd love to see. Um, you know, my hope was that we'd. There was a faint hope that maybe we'd see Gonzalez on on these shores in a kind of fight with Carrier Fi. You know, just out of, that would just be the dream to be oh, able to go and watch. Yeah. But uh, I, and I don't see that happening. Actually, I think if he loses one, if he loses again. Um, then I think he, uh, you know, that record now that it's gone, that you know that 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 curse is there. Is there much to aim for now yeah. after everything he's accomplished? You know, if he loses again, I think he might go. Do you know what? Yeah. I think that's me done. Uh, and it might even be if he wins, he might say, you know what? Yeah. Oh, maybe one more payday. Yeah. You know, unify could against the Calify, maybe. Yeah, that would be... definitely. Yeah, de- if in, if he fights on, you know. The, the great thing about you know the Golovkin being so big in America is that he's been able to put Chocolatito on the undercard and that's brilliant well, yeah. and, and credit to K2 for doing that you know um, but you know it's, uh, it's it's I think he's looked tired he looked really tired during a fight you could just see he looked really tired like you said he started really slow and that uh, yeah, I, I agree with you Al I think he might have one or two more fights maybe avenge this one and maybe yeah. Jack because the Inoue fight that was what yeah. a lot of the hardcore fans wanted mm. they wanted to see the Inoue fight and I did too I think Inoue probably would have beat him but it's just that would have been a great great fight yeah. but it is what it is What? so he would have lost his you know is it fair to say that you know no longer pound for pound number one who put that, who puts who goes into that I mean we've seen we've seen certain people stick in uh, Golovkin at, at pound for pound number one which <laughs> I think we all have our own thoughts about that I mean who, yeah. who takes it on, on, under a ward yeah. I, I think well, I think Ward. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I think you've cleaned out the one six eight division with the super six, and you've beaten well, who would have been the number one pound in Kovalev. Whether whether or not it was a deserved decision, as by the by, he won. Yeah, you know, results trumps everything. Yeah, it, it, you know, a lot of people felt Chocolatito won that fight the other night. I thought it was a really razor thin, really close yeah, fight. I wouldn't be. argue with you if you thought that was fought Chocolatito won. Kind of gave it to the other guy by a round, but. You know, I, I, results trump everything, you know. If Golovkin went up to 168 and beat the girl, yes. then he'd be higher up on that list. Yeah. I know people are saying, why does he have to move up? Why, why does he have to move up? But why did Ward did not have to fight Kovalev at 175 at all? No. Kovalev was a bad, bad guy. Mm. He didn't have to fight him. And I wouldn't have had a, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have felt any way if he just didn't fight him. But he fought him and he fought the most fearsome boxer in the world and... Probably, beat him. And that's what we want. The, you know, the, the the criticism of this sport is that that, that we don't get to see the see the fights that, that the majority yeah. of us want to see. We're given fights that we didn't really want to see, and then told how amazing they are and how excited yeah. we should be about it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So I think you're right. I think Ward deserves, um, probably deserves that that spot now. I think he does. I I think people don't like him. It, I I think I think a lot of people. I think you know. Um, they don't. I think they don't like it when a fighter takes control of his career. I think that pisses people off. I think that's yeah. strange. Um, but I think people don't like that. That I was annoyed that he took a load of time off. That pissed me off because I want to yeah. see him fight. Yeah. Um, people didn't like it that he sued his promoter, but he had his reasons. And he, like you say, T, he came back. He had a couple of fights. Yeah, those guys, you know, were levels below him. But he took on the biggest challenge in the division, and m- most people felt he was the best at light heavyweight. Yeah, he wasn't a lineal champion, but he had three of the belts. You know, Stevenson was dicking around, and he went there and he fought him, and he beat him. All three judges had it the same. He beat him. Ward, Ward, Ward's for me, pound for pound number one, and I can't give the guy enough credit. I really can't. And, well, and, it's, sorry, sorry. and the thing is, um, Golovkin, it's not his fault. The middleweight division has been great. I mean, he can only fight what's out there. I mean, this is probably his best win um, now, Jacobs. Yeah. Mm. Before that, probably Gill and well. I thought Lemieux, Lemieux Stevens. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's so. funny, isn't it? That? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like his best win. Yeah. You look at it now. And you look at the, you look at the, you know with, with Lemieux, and you think maybe I was a better win than perhaps given a bit of credit for. He did a great job on Lemieux. Yeah. He, he used his range really well, jab really well. Lemieux's lost lost a couple of times before that though, so yeah. you know. 
It was, if anyone was to know, it was ESPN that I could look in at number one. Oh, <laughs> have a yeah. number one, just in case mad, you were. Well, I don't know. He's a quality so, fighter, but that's mad. Yeah. So let's let's take a step away from reviewing. So we reviewed that that, that show, and it was too. It was a, it was a great night of boxing. To be fair, it was a great night of action. But um, and we will talk about Hey Bell you, uh, which I'm sure people are wanting to hear about. But we wanted to talk about the um, this World Boxing Super Series that was announced by um, Schaefer uh, and, and Sowerlands. And Sowerlands, yeah. Uh, so the basics of it is, I'm, I'm not massively a fan of it, so I'll let Cal, I'll let you talk about it in a bit more detail. But the basics of it are that, so this this tournament, you know, similar to the to the Super Six that was um, a tournament at 168 pounds, the tournament's announced with, with a prize prize money part of 50 million dollars, staged across two weight classes, which are to be confirmed. It's going to be based out of New York, if I'm right in, I'm I'm right in yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, and format will be quarters semi final with with uh, seeds picking their quarter final opponents. Uh, and that starts in June with the finals being in May of next year. Mm. So, initial thoughts, something exciting, something different? Yeah, like, they say, I think the idea is all the fighters are going to be picked from the top 15. That's of what? Exactly. Okay. So, is that top 15 sanctioning bodies? Because you could get, you know, you could, you know, who was that guy? Salita, the guy that I may can't beat in a round. Do you mm. remember him? Yeah. You could, you know, it's like fuck yeah, do you remember, remember What was his first name? Something Salita. I can't remember. Fucking his name. Can is what it was. Yeah, first yeah, name. yeah, yeah. It was a Jewish bloke, wasn't it? Yeah, the Jewish bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the thing we we we've, we've talked about mandatories in the past. And number one, a number one ranked fighter can be uh, an Errol Spence, mm. or it can be uh, a, a, a Joe Joe Dan. It could be a Joe Joe Dan. You don't know what you're getting with yeah. with mandatories. So they're going to be top fifteen ranked. If that's IBO, that'd be wicked because they rank everybody. That would make absolute sense. I don't think it will be that. Um, the thing about the seeds get to pick who they fight. It's interesting. Yeah. That's really odd because it's like it's like seeing what really goes on behind the scenes. As in, I don't want to fight that guy. I want to fight that guy. That yeah. happens, doesn't it? But you're going to yeah. see it blatantly in front of you. It might not be on TV or anything, but yeah. you're going to see. It's like you know, you'll be able to read go, between oh, the lines. Yeah, yeah. You'll be like, yeah, he didn't want to fight him. He wanted to fight that guy. So that's really interesting. That's really interesting. And. Uh, you know, it should it should be good. It should be good. Um, well, I mean, tell us your memories of of the Super Six tournament because it was the Super Six tournament was was the time when I was just becoming where when I first got you know involved yeah. with Super Six with that was Froch and Taylor Ward, Abraham Kessler and Darrell. Yeah. What's what's your favorite? I mean, I I know my you know Froch Kessler for me was yeah. was, was a particular highlight, but no, no, what's no, your no, memories no. of it in general? No, it was the Ash Cloud, wasn't it? Yeah. When he fought Kessler for yeah, the first time. Yeah. Um, my memories of it. Turned a bit shambolic towards the end. A lot of these boxing competition tournaments that they do like that always tend to, I mean, towards the end, it goes a bit pear-shaped. The World Boxing Series, World Boxing Super Series, mm-hmm. has $50 million as a prize money. That might entice people. Yeah. But the memories of the Super Six, it made uh, it made a superstar out of Carl Foch. It made a superstar out of Andre Ward. I remember Butte missing there. Butte was meant to be the, the, the bollocks at the mm-hmm. time. Obviously, he got exposed after. But, um... Yeah, that's loads about. That's pretty much. I suppose a takeaway from it. I remember thinking uh, after Ward beat Froch in the final, and Ward made, and I wanted Froch to win. I, you know, after that, I kind of hated Froch for a little while. <laughs> but at, on that night, I wanted Froch to win. Yeah, I was. I was and, fully on the train. And Ward made him look like a bum. Mm. He was immense. That he made Froch look slow yep. and clumsy and just not in his league. Like Ward was immense that night. He was so good. That's probably my standout memory of that. And I've got a, I've got a signed program of it somewhere. I've got, I've got some... did, did you see? Do you remember Ward v Kessler? Yeah. I'd never really. I didn't know much about Ward at the time. Yeah. Mm. And I thought, well, Kessler's going to walk this. You know, I'm watching the fight. I'm thinking, hang on, it's not going. It's not going the way I want it to. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, that was. I think that was the first fight, and it was yeah. interesting. There was a lot of discussions beforehand. There was a there was a, a documentary about it. Like they they did a, a Super Six kind of twenty four seven kind of thing. Yeah. And I remember seeing them sat around the table, and and uh, someone say to Dan Goosen, who was Ward's promoter, "Your guy clearly doesn't want to leave Oakland, does he?" And they're like, whoa, whoa, and it all kicked off. It all kind of kicked off at the yeah. table. It turned out to be true. He really didn't want to leave Oakland. Mm. Yeah, you know. But yeah, yeah. the, the Kessler fight, that was when it was like, fuck, this guy's legit. Yeah. Kessler was the favourite. Yeah, he was the favourite. to win. Abraham really? was the favourite after he beat Taylor. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, there that's was, he was favourite for a little while. But yeah, initially, before, it started. before yeah. it started, Kessler was favourite. But yeah. once Ward, Ward beat Kessler and Abraham beat Taylor, 
then then he was Abraham was the favourite for a while. So that was done at 168 pounds, which yeah. at the time was a division that was bubbling. Yeah, you know, it was there was there was things there were superstars that we thought would have, would have bollocks, but also people that perhaps you know what we wanted to see. You know, well, Frotch, Frotch like that's like it just retired as well. Yeah, right? exactly. So I mean, it says the weight class is a, a TBC. Dreamland, what would you what would you cruise away? Yeah. Sourland are involved. Yes. Sourland have probably got, you know, they've got a couple of chunks of the cruiserweight pie. Has to be cruiserweight. Cruiserweight is probably the deepest division in boxing, but there's no there's no names there. But if that's yeah, mm, it's interesting, yeah, because obviously but you can make names of these guys now. Yeah. Particularly, you know, people like Usyk. Yeah. Who... I don't see him going in for it though. Why not? Shut. Sure. He wants to move up. Does he? He wants to move to heavyweight. Yeah. But if there's this money, you know, if the money is there. And, and, it, yeah, and you're right, money. and they look at what's happened with these tournaments before and seen what it can do for, in terms of profile in general. I mean, yeah. Usyk, I mean, yeah, you know, it depends on where it's ha- being held in, in New York. You know, that, that's going to help if, if it is. I think I read that somewhere. I might be wrong on that, so apologies if I am. But um, I, I think there's a bit of an enticement about it because it doesn't come around no. often. And I think there is a bit of, I was going to say kitsch value there, but there's, a, there's something about it that I think people would like to be involved in. That's true, but I don't... I think Usyk sees himself as a class above everyone else that clues away. Yeah. And as far as the money, I don't see I don't see him being motivated to beat people he knows he can beat. I it think would, I think eventually he'll, he'll probably move up. If it was cruiserweight, so six so six six people, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. cruiserweight. So you're talking. So what? Usyk. Well, it's quarter semi final, isn't it? It's just eight people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, Belly's out of it. Because he's not going to fight. He's going to ditch the... Yeah, so... And, even, and he's, he's fighting just well into the later in the year anyway, even if he yeah. wanted to. So, you, so there'll be Hutt, Breeders, Yusuf, Gassiev, maybe Lebedev again. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what we got in these top 10 here that I'm looking at in, in Boxing Monthly, go buy it. So you've got Yusuf, Bellew, Gassiev, Lebedev, Kowaki, Huck, um, Bradis, uh, Shermanov, and... I can never pronounce oh, what's his name, that Polish guy's name. What? I can't remember. I can't, I can't, I can't say never pronounce it. Look, he had the WBC, but, for, WBC belt for years. What was it? Yeah. A lot of Ruzzik. This is great podcasting. <laughs> anyway, so, oh, so Cruiserweight, another one. So if it's two weight classes. Superfly. Superfly. I yeah. thought it'd be two weights that are alongside each other. I don't know, it could just be two random ones. I think it'd be two random ones. But but Silent's got nothing with flyweights, have they? They're normally in the They've got money yet. now. <laughs> but that's why Superflyweight's a great division. Can't we have it in super middle? Or super feather? Uh, nah. Well, I suppose you could have it at super middle. But, um, There's stuff to be decided at super middle. Yeah, yeah. You could. Ch- I, I really want to see Gilberto Ramirez fight more. Mm. That guy, he beat Abraham, washed him 12 rounds to nil, and he hasn't done anything since. I think he was injured for a while. And he's got a fight coming up. And what, yeah, it'd be great to see someone like oh, him. The Gale. Yeah, Saul and Fixer for Groves. Yeah, he's back on top. I love it. So uh, okay, well let's we'll look forward to that because I think that's I think that's something that's going to be interesting. Hopefully, it doesn't fall flat on its ass. It will. Okay, fair enough. It's <laughs> <laughs> got positivity there from our resident <laughs> joyful podcast. <laughs> I'm a Kermit. <laughs> um, so we've talked about talking of, of cruiserweights or ex cruiserweights. We saw Tony Bellew and David Hay move yeah. up to heavyweight, or Tony Bellew move up to heavyweight. I mean, it's difficult to know where to start with with this. I mean. I'm sure everyone yeah, knows the result. David Hayes, Achilles, and God knows else went in uh, sixth round. Yeah. Um, when you finished it by by putting him out of ring and and it, and it being um, and the towel well, coming in from yeah. from Shane McGuigan. So, yeah. let's start with with the with the fight itself. Well, the first six rounds. So let's talk yeah. about the first six rounds in okay. terms of the performance of both boxers. How did you see that first six rounds of where it was going? In the first round, David Hay looked awful. He looked terrible. Okay. He was just trying to just throw wild right hands. He was just windmilling in. He looked terrible. He looked rusty. He looked his age. He he looked awful. And, and Bellew looked like what he is, the guy that's a world champion and had been boxing regularly. Whereas Hay looked like what he is, a guy that hasn't boxed anyone quality for a while and really rusty and old. He looked awful. For the first couple of rounds, he looked terrible. And then around round three, four, five, Hay took control for me. He took complete control. Mm. He was outboxing him. We got to round six. He continued to outbox him. And then it happened. That was my why I kind of felt about the first six rounds. So, so yeah, let's see. First six, too. 
Oh, what's the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought people would last me. I was forgiven because you were away, so that's, that's fine. But, <laughs> but okay, so let, let, let me let me give you. I'll, I'll give you my yeah, two yeah. pence worth then. Yeah. So uh, I, I was very similar to you. I thought Hay came out and knew it. Lo- looking back at it, I think it's easier, easier to think this now. But I, I think he knew that I'm not going to be able to go past five. Yeah, I've, I've got to try and do this early. Whether the Achilles had already you know gone was going up, yeah, we all saw yeah, the pictures yeah, of him yeah. out in Germany and, and what have you. But it it would seem that's what it seemed to me. But it was like I need to get this done early. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't think he I think he did take control, but I I think that might be because Bellew was being ex, was being cautious yeah. and and again he knew that he had to take it late. I thought the game strategy from 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 Dave Cornwall and Tony Bowie was was perfect. What they wanted, what they obviously wanted to do, was to try and take him later on and hope that his body broke down. And the advantage that Bowie would have would be that this is David Hay at 60 percent. Yeah. Well, he was saying all along that um, he would never have beaten Hay as a cruiserweight, but David Hay of 2017, he he would have beaten him all day long. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's bizarre. I mean, do you think? Because um, before the fight, I wasn't sure that Bowie thought he could win. I thought it was a, I thought it was a bit of technology. Hmm. I think he did, and, and I've said this. I've said this. In the, I'm not sure how much I've said this on on the pod, but I have genuinely really warmed to Tony Bowie in the last eighteen months. I find his approach to boxing enjoyable to listen to. I think he, I, I can look past the the mouth now, like after, you know, during the, the cleverly side of things. Like he seems calmer and just more, just more focused on actually. You know, earning money for his family in a way that he is actually relatively good at. Um, I thought his reaction at the end of the fight, mm-hmm. when the when the towel when the towel came in, I thought was great. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. The part, I mean, the the memes, the memes <laughs> that of, video of, with the music of Eddie, you know, of Eddie Hearn, yeah. uh, right. of, of him ripping Eddie's arms off off of him was was an utter joy. That, well, that was good to watch. Um, but you, you could tell that as to what. You know, he didn't celebrate because he knew that it was a relatively hollow. It's a hollow win, isn't it? Victory, but you know, he would have earned an absolute fortune from it. Everybody was talking about it, and it. Well, my mum bought it and watched Everybody it. Everybody was talking yeah, about it. Like, it. you know, Flox Groves is obviously a massive fight, but everybody was talking about this. Like, it was for for what most people felt was not going to be competitive. Everyone kind of thought Hay was gonna. Was gonna smash him again. The fantasy league was a doddle. I just typed zero and dragged down. It was amazing. <laughs> I really wanted to go for you as well. I did really want to. Yeah. I said Bell you in around it on the pod, but and then laughed. Yeah. You might have must have thought I was joking. Yeah. So <laughs> no, you're not getting the point. <laughs> um, but nah, I, I, my, what I kind of do now since Bell won, he was really good after the fight. He wasn't his usual self. Um, he was actually quite humble about it. David Hay, I thought, was was great after the mm. fight. He just kind of said, "No excuses, the better man." That was going to be one of my questions for you because Hay took a, you know, after the whole toe gate, you know, yeah. the huge amount of stick. I I don't know whether looking watching him give that post fight uh, interview in the ring, part of me was thinking he's desperate to say about this this injury, but he won't because he yeah. knows he just can't. Or do you generally think he might have clawed back a little bit of credit from the fact that he he didn't talk about it? I, I believed him. I, I you know I've always been a hate fan, so maybe that once I'm a fan of somebody, I'm always a fan of some mm. kind of thing. Um, but I just I believed him. He just said no, no excuses. I lost. Tony Bowie, you know, he's a good guy and blah blah blah, and you know, he's a good fighter. And he did make ex- maybe maybe because he wants the rematch. Maybe before if I slag him off, then I'm not going to get the rematch. Yeah, You're going to go yeah. fuck you. We don't need you. Maybe it's that because he probably needs the money. Hey, mm. so. Maybe it was that, but I believed him. I, you know, he was just like, no, better man won. Did, did he? Did did Bellew, would, would Bellew win if, if that hadn't if that had happened? No. You, what you think? I would you think Hay would have got him out of there before the eighth or ninth round? Or do you think it was just inevitable that something was going to break down on, on David Hay and it just happened to be this? If David Hay's thing? body stays together, mm-hmm. he wins the fight. Whether it's he gets him out of there or he wins a decision. He wins the fight. I think. I think. I think he's pacing the fight fine. He looked. He didn't look like he was gassing. He didn't even look like he was gassing when he got stopped. Mm. He didn't look like he was. For me, he looked absolutely fine in terms of his stamina, but he's clearly not fit. 
he's, yeah. you know, his Achilles is clearly fucked. Probably, probably well, like you said, he's gone to Germany. It was probably done before the fight. And did you see the pictures of it? No, I the operation. It. No. it looked like Spag Bowl. Yeah, they had a picture of a healthy one. Just looks like a fucking rib bone. Yeah, you know, like a baby back rib. I know we don't. I know you don't like those things, Al. But um... <laughs> vegan for context, just in case. Yeah, go And then the picture of his Achilles. It was like fucking Spag Bowl. It yeah. was fucked. So is Bowie getting enough credit, really? Because I mean, it's too much. Uh, uh, I, when I say credit, I don't mean the Sky Sports News credit, where yeah. he's now on Soccer AM yeah. on, yeah. on this morning and on and on Sunday brunch. I think what I mean is, is he getting enough credit from from people like us? Are we saying, Do you know what? Yeah, he won. All right, fair play to him. It was a huge shock. We were all, I think, you know, what the fuck's going on? I think I think saying he won, fair play to him. That's what he deserves. I don't think he deserves okay. like fucking fighter of the year no. and this and that. No, you beat a go one leg, and who was clearly you know, we all thought that that Hayward's going to twitch him in like fucking three rounds. So fair enough, he won the fight. But, but he's getting he's he's getting about he was right. Fucked yeah. after six rounds, he was fucked. Yeah. Hay was wrecked. He he gets he gets a fair play. Well done. That's it. Okay. So in terms of so they're both injured now. So in terms of any rematch. This is going to be, you know, you're talking towards the end of the year. I think Eddie Hearn did um, did an interview with with um, IFL quite a, the day after and said that, you know, they'd already had, you know, take it with, you know, your, your extra large grain of salt, but they'd already had Parker's people on. They'd already had Wilder's people on about because they'll look at. I'm assuming they'll, you know, they'll look at Tony Bell and go, "That's a winnable fight." And Wilder looked shocking mm. against Washington. Oh my god, that's not. So even he's going to look. The thing is, he's WBC champion, Bobby, right? Which means if he wants to fight for the WBC heavyweight title, he's in a good position to do that. WBC probably let that happen. Why? 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 Is that he's just a champion with them. with them. So he's got their belt. Yeah. So it's like, okay. I want to move up now. So they'll automatically rank him. Is that a given? That's a given. It is a given, yeah. Yeah, okay. it will have, they will rank him. Okay. They, they will definitely rank him. And so there's that fight. Parker, maybe. I think that's a good fight because they're similar size. Mm-hmm. I think Wilder... I want to say Wilder would beat him, but you know, I kind of felt that Hay would beat him, and Imagine. I kind of felt that McCarby would beat him. So, so we keep betting against him, and he keeps bloody winning. Yeah. I love it. Well, it was, you said something about it. someone that just well, bowls strike after strike. And yeah. It's like you should be shit, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. He put bowls with two arms and ten pin bowling. He gets a fucking try. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. I mean, you beat a cripple. And you're fighting Wilder and 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 Parker, it's, and you can't rule him out of either fight, can you? It's it's insane, but um. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've got my I've got my issues with Bellew and then he gives it the whole, yeah, you know, I just want to support my family and you know, everyone wants to support their family. It's a fucking job. It's a career. You know, I mean, just because um, other people don't say it. Mm. But what the fight, what the aftermath of the fight kind of showed me is that um, I'd rather go for a beer with Bellew than hate. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, all the bad things said about Bellew seems like someone, seems a bit more personable than David Hay. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, um, I remember Cannabis said to LL Cool J that night and I was actually with fans wear high heels. And um, <laughs> I feel a little bit like that about David Hay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't wear high heels, by the way. Yeah. But um, it feels like um, Bellew's fans, well, apart from the Evertonians who don't even watch boxing, yeah. you know, a lot of them, you know, know the sport. What on that, the crowd, you had you had stuff to say. I was so angry. Yeah. I was so angry. I, can't, I felt like, like you said about Togate earlier on, and the pulling out fights, the Fury fight. I had tickets to the Fury fight. Mm. I was ready to go. It was eight days before. I was so upset they pulled out of that fight. I was in New York when I found out. And uh, it was... it was. Uh, and, but, the, but the guy had just boxed five, five and a half rounds on one leg. And then at the end of the fight, he gets on the mic and he'll boo him. I thought, that's, I thought that was fucking disgusting. Yeah. I thought that was disgusting. This is like the guy has just been dragging his leg around, trying to win a fight for five rounds, and you're all booing him. And I, and I, do you know what? You know, Eddie Hearn's done a great job with Matt Truman. I, I, we kind of slag him off, and I don't want to slag him off because, like I said, he's done a great job. Mm. But that's what he's created. Or, and what him and Sky have created in terms of, because of the narrative, and if you yeah. sit and watch, and I know you don't watch these types of things, but if you sat and watched the, you know, all the behind the ropes and all that type of stuff, yeah. it was... You know, not not but you know, Hay was saying the things he was saying in yeah. terms of I want to I want to really hurt him, I want to put him in hospital, blah blah yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. and then it was being filmed training on a yacht where Bell was being filmed in the kitchen with his kids yeah, playing yeah. with with 
you know, Britain. But Hay, Hay was doing that on purpose. Yeah, of course, I get that. But what I'm saying is that's the narrative that it, that it was that it was given. So I can I can understand why that happened. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I can understand why that happened. And, and I think there was a lot of people, you know, on on boxing inverted commas social media. I think that, that your reaction was was fairly commonplace, to be honest. Yeah, so, I thought it was terrible. Yeah, I really did. So, <laughs> you know what, right? There was a bit with um, with Bell Yardis with one of the memes where where Eddie Hearn's gone to run and come to Yardis where they're playing um, where they're playing the Titanic music, <laughs> yeah. and it is it is joy. If you haven't seen any of them, go and watch them because it, it's just great. Uh, from one. You know, very big fight that was that Sky promoted to arguably something that everyone should be focusing on more. We've got Crawler and Ares uh, this weekend. By the way, I think Asia retire. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Do you think that's next step for him? Oh yeah, he's absolutely retire. Yeah, that that injury's that's a year. Okay, that injury's a year out. Can we can we talk about Crawler now? Why is he just going to lose? Come on, they're right. Stop. Now let me let me go first. Right. Okay. So we have got Anthony Crawler uh, or Jorge Linares named first against. uh, Yeah. Say the champion's name first. Yeah, Linares. This is is Anthony Crawler in this rematch. Do. I, I think Crawler's going to win on points. I think he's going to win on points, but for different reasons to you. <laughs> What's your reasons? I don't think they'll allow Summer to come in and beat one of our fighters twice. If, he goes, if he goes a distance, Linares will not win on points. Unless he's knocked him down a few times. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think... Um, I, I, I just think that... I think there's going to be a relative part of underestimating of, of Anthony Crawler. I think, uh, I think he will have... I, I think he will be working on... Uh, of course, he's going to be working on bits to improve. But what I think is he will... The bits that he needed to improve on from that fight, I think are relatively easy things to improve on. Whether Linares is, is, is then steps up again and stops those those improvements from making any difference? Probably. Probably. I think he but, fought within himself the first time. I don't think Linares. he did. Linares? Yeah. Linares is going to get him out of there this time. I mean, I've sat two rows in. I don't think Linares fought inside. I thought Linares had was enjoying himself mm. because he felt in a rhythm. He found the range. He found he found an opponent that wasn't throwing. Um, combina- he was throwing ones and twos. He wasn't he wasn't throwing enough um, combinations, and and it suited him perfectly. You going uh, to this one? Sorry, you going to this one? I'm not going to this one. No, because I, I can't remember. Yeah, I, I I can't make it. But I, I am I'm I'm upset about that. But. Um, yeah, I, th- I think there's I think there's an upset coming. I think I do. No. Go on. He's getting him out of there. Linares is going to stop him this time. He's fe- Collar's 30 years old. He ain't improving. He's not getting any better. Mm-hmm. What you see with Collar is what he is. He's straight up and down. No special effects. He's a good fighter. He's done tremendously well with the ability he had to be a world champion, to get into a fight for the Ring Magazine title. Fantastic. And I like Crawler. I actually like his style. I don't really like Joe Gallagher fighters. They're too uh, basic. Mm-hmm. But I like Crawler. There's a little bit different to him. There's something about it. I remember when he beat John Murray. I never liked John Murray. So I was really happy for him when yeah. he stopped him. I was like, fucking go on, Crawler. I, really, I like <laughs> Crawler. Don't get me wrong. I don't like him. But Lenaro's is my kind of fighter. Yeah. That guy's slick. What like, do you like most about him? I just like his style. He's it's, just... It's good to watch. He's just... He's so polished and refined he's like there's he's a skilled it's hard you can't say he's really quick he hits really hard it's not he's just a skilled boxer he does everything correctly it's just he's quality he's quality and uh he was quality last time i but you know he i thought he beat him nine rounds to three i think he's gonna get him out of there i do i think he's gonna stop him probably. that's the only way he wins for me no. Just stops him. You no. really think that it's that dead, dead set? I mean, I'm not gonna. I mean, not so much a robbery, but if it's close, if, it, if it's close, and Quala gets it, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Cause and I'll, then, yeah, then I'll have a third rubber fight, and then. Well, I mean, uh, the downside, the, the only bit where I think, you know what, well, actually, I just quite like Linares win because I'd, I'd, I'd love to see Linares and. Um, Terry Fanning. Uh, uh, no, and uh, Mikey, Mikey Garcia. Garcia. Mikey, Mikey Garcia is. Oh, God, what, he, he pushes uh, Gonzalez close because he is. Oh yeah, just some quality. Delight him and Javante Davis at the minute are just two of how hyped are you we're going to see Javante Davis. We are. Florida Bell is in the house. In the for building. Javante Davis against yeah, uh, the and the Brook fight is a week after. So I'm so happy. I was so worried. We'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. Okay, let's let's move on from Crawler because, uh, like I said, I think we all know we talked about this fight once before. <laughs> we all know who's rooting for who. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we mentioned Lemieux very briefly earlier, but uh, look. Is there anything else you want to say about you know it was a ridiculous knockout against Savage Curtis Stevens? I think he's, 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 he's I don't know if he's awake yet. Another one that missed the IBF check weight. Did he really? Yes, he did. Yeah. 
He missed the IBF check weight as well. It was for an IBF... Who? Who? Stevens? Lemieux. Oh, Lemieux did. Yeah, Sorry. Okay. It was for an IBF international yeah, yeah, yeah. basically to get ranked with yeah. the IBF. And Lemieux ditched it and didn't bother. Did the same with the Jacobs, just didn't bother going. Um, and so he was massive. He was probably massive as well. But, yeah. you know, yeah, that was savage. Still, the execution was... was yeah, it was... Just, he made weight. Do you know what I mean? He made weight. He made weight before... He made weight before the fight. And, yeah, he got him out of there. Stevens is bloodyish, but Lemieux, Lemieux should be him, really. One fight, one fight that has maybe passed us by a little bit on the on the pod, and, and probably wrongly so, but only because of our timing and, and yeah. the way we've scheduled these is is obviously Furman and, and Garcia. Yeah. So I agreed. I, I thought it was the right decision. Yeah. I thought um, I thought Furman was was great. Actually, I thought he was. I, yeah, I thought Furman like I thought Garcia would would work the body more, and he didn't. I was no. disappointed he didn't work the didn't work the body he started as well. shit as well he did he did Furman went for him and he hurt him early and buzzed him but Garcia showed a fucking great chin in yeah he did I think Furman was just that that bit quicker to the punch hit that bit harder was that bit heavier and I think he's just I, th- I think if he fights Garcia he wins 8 times out of 10 yeah. I just think he's just he, he's he's just not Garcia it's, it's just everything's different everything's just too different sorry I, th- I think Brooklyn's a terrible no, I, I don't think Brook beats Furman. Fuck. I think he does. I, I, have, I haven't seen I haven't seen anything from Brook yet. I, and I know we talk about the, the, the Porter fight, and I thought he did brilliantly in the Porter fight, but I think Porter has been has gone on to show, but perhaps maybe he wasn't quite... He's, as not, good an elite fighter. He's not an elite welterweight, is he, Porter? Yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good kind of like gatekeeper. It's like if you beat him, you're a top welterweight, yeah. and if you lose to him, you're lunch meat. It's like... Yeah. It's yeah, so I, I I see what you're saying now. I, Brook beat him, and he beat him because he is a top welterweight. But Furman, Furman's really good, and I think Furman should be in a pound for pound conversation. I, 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 I think that's a really fair really point. Done. I think that's a very fair point. Garcia, Garcia, the win over Garcia. This is going to upset some people. Mm. The win over Garcia is, is a better than any win Gennady Golovkin has. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Leakes. Stabbing yeah, himself in his yeah. cock right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna find you. Danny Gar- that's a quality win. A unanimous decision over Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia is a quality fighter. He's been a jammy cunt for ages. It, yeah, but he's a good fighter. You're talking Furman. about results again. You say results. Results matter. trump everything. Mm. You can't go on potential. You can't. Too many people rank on potential. No results. Everything. Fuck all that. What's great is that we're talking about. We're talking about Furman Garcia. We're talking about um, and, and about what happens with if you know if, does Brook beat either of them or both of them. And now we've got Brook Spence. You know, 2017 is 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 delivering. And I think, you know, we talking about um, Brook and Spence, I don't think you can have a conversation without at least dipping your toe into the whole is it pay-per-view worthy thing. But let's just put that put a pin in that to to start with. This is this is a this is a podcast that gives Matchroom plenty of grief. But this this is a great fight. And this this is the fight that us as boxing fans want wanted to see. Yeah, I think I think that that's that's the market we're in now. It would, the, the back in the day it was, you know, the boxing that was on Sky was only the really top fights that were on box office. That's not that's not happening anymore. It's whatever is a, if it's a quality quality fight, it's on box office. It's going to be on box office now, and that's just the market we're in now. I don't think it's a pay per view fight. It's a pay per view fight in for me in terms of I think if someone says do you want to see Kelbro versus Errol, Errol Spence, would you go to that? Would you pay? How I try and gauge it now is, would I pay 80 quid plus to go and see it live, for example? Yeah. And this is a fight I probably would. Well, yeah. I, I paid that for Javante Davis versus Walsh, so I wouldn't yeah. do pet review for that, though. No, but I'm trying... I'm, look, it's not science, but I'm just trying to give it a gauge <laughs> in, terms of, in terms of where I would, would, would value it, in terms of what I think it's a fight, in terms of what it does for the, for the sport. Now... Brook is a pay-per-view fighter because that's the money that he's now been been earning and won't and won't drop below. I don't think they need. I mean, I'm sure they would have had to take a, a large amount of money to get Spence over here, but it's a mandatory, isn't it? Yes. So split would be with IBF. I don't know if it went to a purse bid, so that's kind of the way it works. So if it's like if it's gone to a purse bid, which I don't think it did. No, I don't think it did. So that's when the split comes into it. They didn't go to that, so they've done a deal. So that means. Um, Spence is getting paid whatever and Brooks getting paid whatever Brooks going to get paid by Hearn 
and Spencer's probably going to play by him as well and it's up to them to negotiate a deal Sp- Split doesn't come into it we'll talk about the fight more in detail I think closer closer yeah. to it but yeah. um, would we would we venture past M25 to go to, to that do you think mm-hmm. are we going to venture out of our normal places of uh, <laughs> South and East uh, West London I don't know I'm, I'm not sure I'd love to watch it though. I'd love to watch it I, I, I was thinking about it I, I want to be, be sat on the floor Yeah. I want to see Spence up close yeah. Bramble Lane I don't know yeah, okay. Yeah, fair. So, look, straight off the bat, not not in any detail. Who wins? Oh, oh. not in any detail because we'll talk about it more. Too, but look, gut reaction. When you see that matchup. It's been Brooke. confirmed. May twenty seventh. Brooke. Uh, yeah. I and I think it's a, I think it's a better one four seven. And I go for Spence as well. I, I really like. Brooke. I'm really excited. About I, I kind of want to say Brooke as well, and I think I may have said that. Somewhere on Twitter or on a podcast or something, but I think Spence might. I be love, it. I fucking love Spence, but then the, it's it's the weight. You got the weight issue from one sixty to one forty seven. Um, yes. Brook hasn't. Well, okay, obviously Golovkin's amazing, but yeah. Brook has been fighting a lot of shit. I mean, you know, Gavin, JoJo, Dan, Vizier. Does that prepare you for fighting Spence? Maybe it doesn't. No, I think Brook's got a lot of natural ability, and that's yes. why I probably think he beats. Everyone at my my it being it being in England is a big factor. Yes, yeah. my yeah. issue with it is though. So sorry, my, my my very quick issue, and I've said hundreds of times now on, on the pod, is that you can't keep telling us in terms of Brooke and and her, you can't keep telling us that he can't make one four seven. He shouldn't he shouldn't really be at one four seven. And now say he's going to come down against probably the arguably the you know the best prospect is what you've got to call Spence at the minute at one four seven and say well you know he'll be fine. You can't, have, and I know that's what they're doing. They're selling the fight when they talk about Golovkin, but there is some truth into it, and I and I think it's quite common knowledge that they would have rather Brook vacated and and and, well, he, and moved up. Even how long ago was the Carson Jones rematch? No, God, he, well. That was at like one fifty. Yeah. So since then, there's been murmurs that that Brook's too big for the weight. Do you know what I mean? That he's too big. So. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, that's I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm going to spend. I'm going to spend. All right. Well, like I said, we'll we'll, we'll talk about more yeah. about it. Uh, that's actually answered one of the questions that we had from from Ben Salvi, by the way, about is you know is Brookley Spence worthy of, of pay per view? Uh, I mean, you said on it. Do you are we, do you think now that we're just like conditioned to pay per view now and that's it? It's like we're so used to it now. It's like oh, do you know, what? Brook Spence is a fucking good fight. I'll pay for it. I, I mean? I, it's gonna for me. It's not always about. Because I've I've been to ones before where the under, if the undercard is is really solid, yeah. then then I can and I can enjoy it, yeah. and, and I look back at it and I don't and I don't feel like I've been mugged off. Do you know what I mean? Um, Brooke Spence on it on its own, and if it's a relative, and if it's if it's a matchroom special undercard, then yeah, I I think that's poor. Um, but I'm sure it would have took some money to get him over. So I, I see it from both sides. I think we are conditioned a little bit for for pay per view, and and it's right to question it. It is right Ooh. to question it, a hundred percent. But I think I think I think they might squeeze it in on this one. I, I yeah, think they might I'm, just get this one over. The I'm line. not outraged about it. I was yeah. outraged about Cleverly Bellew too. Now that was fucking terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But what what you know what everyone is saying now that you know Sky is the one that come in for the most because obviously they do the most. But you know we will have ITD box office and, and had and we will have more. You know Box Nation and BT are not going to be far off now. They're going to do it eventually. Exactly. So it's going to be something that unfortunately is going to become far more prevalent. We also had another question from from Mike Phillips fifty on Twitter, which is uh, why are good matchups being made this year? Twenty seventeen has, has started off fantastically. Is this temporary, or has the mindset of promoters and fighters changed? I'll answer my my personal answer on that is I think with the competition, I think the mentality of of promoters and fighters has had to change. Competition from where? I'm talking about this country. I know okay. that doesn't state for you. Know, yeah. Got it. But you know, the PBC have started to pull their finger out on yep. uh, on aspect. You've now got Box Nation backed by the might of BT, and you've seen the might of BT when it comes to football in terms yeah. of in terms of the pure. They I mean, they they are they're like they're, just um, slung they're, a like, they're like old school W. They're like, they're like uh, Ted. Yeah, WCW. WCW. I said that analogy. Man. I said that analogy, man. Back a few pods back. It is. It's WCW. It's right. Ted. Uh, Ted Turner throwing a load of money at yeah. it. You know, Ric Flair. You know, fucking come, come on, Rick. Come back. in business. Yeah, rats, <laughs> rats. Yeah, no, um, but so, with America, you say about Britain. I think that's a valid point about BT. In America, the competition's UFC. Yes, they've got them breathing down their neck. You know, they're breathing down their neck. Because they fight the. I mean, I I'm not a big. U- I think UFC's on a bit of a downswing. Well, I'm it's not peaked. a big UFC fan. It's I mean, peaked. I don't. I don't know much about it. But from what articles I read, a, a, an article on. Um, I can't remember what it was. I think it might have been ESPN. Actually, part of me is like, I never want to read anything again after they stuck a lock in up there. But um, 
is that you know the the issue that boxing has compared to UFC is that UFC are where the best is fighting the best more yeah. often, yeah. and that was that was the issue. So maybe you're right. That's that's something that they've had to look at and go. We have we have to try and do more of that's, this. And otherwise. they're doing good numbers. Like Conor McGregor's doing great numbers. Mm. Like he does a million buys. Yeah. Ronda Rousey's doing great buys. You know, boxing boxing isn't doing pay per view buys like UFC is at the moment. I mean, Ward v Kovalev was one fifty, like one hundred fifty thousand. Canelo's the that's biggest story in boxing. Is that part of the price though? Because what is it? It's like it's like fifty dollars or sixty dollars. Sixty seven. It is for UFC too. Well, I mean, you've got, oh, really? yeah. you've got you know Ward v Kovalev was wasn't an exciting fight. Um, I mean, um, Garcia v Thurman was an interesting fight, an intense fight, but wasn't an exciting fight. But that was free. I'm not talking about. But yeah. I'm saying that a lot of the, when you get the best fight and the best in boxes, it's not always an exciting fight. Yeah. And it's yeah. like a game of chess. Yeah, yeah, it could be. And UFC, I think to be fair to them, their undercards are quite evenly matched as yeah. well, aren't yeah. they? You know, on a boxing undercard, you're going to have a prospect and he's going to bash up some fat guy that's, that comes to the ring in a polo shirt. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And <laughs> you, you, making my ribs hurt. You always laugh. know they're shit when they. Polo shirt. <laughs> you always know they're shit when they come to the ring in a polo shirt. It's or like, trainers. Oh, trainers is my favourite oh, one. Shit. Did you not see? Um, Liam Smith's secret fight. Yes. I heard about it, I didn't yeah. see it. That was weird. Like in Barcelona, he was fighting again. He blatantly came to the ring in a polo shirt. Yeah. <laughs> he lost like 29 times. He had like a sweet gut. Yeah, he won two, yeah. lost 29. I quite like that though. I like that in ranked. terms of prep. I think, you know what, that's. It got him ranked. It, that's what he was doing. To be able to yeah. fight for the vacant belt, he's got to be coming off a win. For yeah. fuck's sake, I didn't, didn't because see that. Canelo, Canelo, I don't think Canelo's vacated yet. Right, so yeah. he's still WBO light middleweight champion, but they could make it for the interim belt. I'd have, I'd have got him there with him. Yeah. I'd have got in there with him for four rounds. <laughs> what, even with Barry? Well, before then, I'd, I'd have got him. That would have been a great way to go out, knocking out Liam Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out. It's my belt. That would have put me in. Have put me in You're bacon. in ranked. Yeah, that's good. Well, <laughs> all right, well, we're going to end it there because we um, we're going to come up bang on the hour. That's good, on time for us. That's a good start. Yeah. Oh, bravo. So um, thanks everyone for downloading again. We really appreciate it. Remember to follow us at below the belt underscore on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash B2B pod. Get your predictions in for the fantasy league. There's a lot of players this year. It's really good it's, and it's tight. I, but I ran away with it a little bit last year. So, you know, it's, it's well, if my quality prediction comes off. I think I'll be, uh, I think I'll be I'm cocky in you. So you're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm picking, uh, I'm going, Dino, shout out to Dino. He's fucking kicking ass this year so far. Dino and got, uh, Colin, Colin Howell. He said Golovkin on points. Yeah, he Jesus did. Yeah, he did. He is on it. Like, Dino's on it. Right. Quite a few, though. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. So, like I said, thanks everyone for downloading. If you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at Alex from Bristol. I'm at BC The Grand Slam. And Thelonious Phil. And we shall see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.